I am Simon! LIW The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Walking Dead Review, episode 118. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 812, The Key. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know where to begin. The last episode I left off pretty fucking angry. Pretty fucking angry. Uh, pretty much screaming at AMC for fucking up the show. Um, I do like this episode. That is The Key. I do like it. It's quality. It's not great, but it's not it's not the rest of the trash that the, the, the previous episodes have been. I can always tell. For some reason, I always get the vibe whenever Greg Nicotero directs. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I like the music in this episode. I really like the tone of this episode. I like the way it lo- Oh, I see what's going on. And I go and look it up on IMDb. I'm like, yep, there we are. Okay. Because I don't really pay attention to the credits on TV shows. But yeah, I, I got the vibe there. It's a really, it's not a really good episode. It's a, it's a solid episode, but it has a weird feel to it. I can't really explain it. I, I usually can pinpoint why it feels weird, but this one, I don't know. I just, I just can't figure out why it feels weird. It feels like something was edited out or, and it feel, also feels like it was padded with the bullshit hippie van lady. Uh, it just feels a little bizarre, like almost could have been a great episode, but like just weird enough to keep it just like pretty good. Anyway, without further ado. So we see Negan. So there's this guy named Negan, all right? He's sitting there, and he's talking to his buddy, uh, Dwight. Talking to Dwight. And, uh, but how many, goddamn, how many goddamn scenes do we have to have of Negan talking to somebody, acting like he knows more than he really does? Because he's like, hey, Dwight, what happened back there? Heard you barely got out. And it's like, really seems like Negan's baiting him because the girl came back from before. I forget her fucking name. What's to say, uh, Jane? I don't know her fucking name. Let's just go with Jane. But it seems like Negan knows what's going on. It feels like he knows Dwight's a turncoat, but he doesn't. But he sure as fuck is acting like it. It's like it's like the the character read the scripts, but he didn't. The names were all blacked out, like a CAA pro, like a file. And uh, so he's like, "Someone's bad here." I'm gonna try to figure out who. Uh, I guess I'll talk to everybody. Like I'm a, I'm an FBI profiler, and I'm gonna. I'm an FBI interrogator. There we go. Profilers don't talk to people, I don't think. Uh, I'm going to talk to this guy. Like, I think I know what's going on, but I'm not really sure if it's him. It's like a murder mystery dinner party where you know someone's a murderer, but you're trying to figure out who. So you're going to sit there and look sinister to everybody. God, is it them? Could it be this person in front of me? The guy with the scarred face that I fucked over in multiple events? Huh. Could it be, could it be me? Oh, God, I could be the killer. Oh, God. I didn't read my note card yet. It could be me. I should open up this envelope. Oh, it's not me. Okay. Well, it could be. I, I mean, the names are all blacked out in here. Oh shit, the script's not really uh, including me in here. Fuck. I guess I'll. I guess I'll never know. I better. I better keep talking to everybody like this. I'm gonna move on. Uh, the saviors decide to head out. Uh, they're gonna go to a Hilltop, I believe, to fuck some shit up. Not to kill people, but to get some flesh wounds. They're gonna. Negan orders Simon who's literally spilling guts at this point. Uh, not his guts, but someone else's. He's, he's like, you know, chewing up, or not chewing up, uh, fucking up zombie guts and, and getting all the guts in a bucket. And they're going to go to Hilltop, and he told him not to kill him. He told him to get flesh wounds and let him churn. Don't kill him, though. Don't kill him, don't kill him. I think he says don't kill him like seven times. And Simon, as previously noticed in this show, uh, has some, some issues with those orders, as we saw the trash people, Jade, Jade, Jade 8 and her, her trash people. 
And then Simon, for no reason, decides that Dwight must ride with him and gives him shit. He's like, hey, Negan ordered it. I don't know why we're talking about this anymore. And I'm like, it's, part, of, part of the reason I said this episode feels weird is that everything seems kind of, I don't want to say forced, but it seems like, does Simon know about Dwight? But what does it matter? Like, that's the feeling they're supposed to go for. Like, is Simon going to kill Dwight for churning? But in reality, Simon is the one that's also churning against Negan, even though he is Negan. Figure that one out. But I'm like, this seems kind of false. Just like, not fake, not forced again. Just kind of false. Like, it's not the, this isn't the way they think it is. Like, the, the scene's not coming off the way they were expecting it to, I don't think. We're supposed to be thinking, is he going to kill him? But I'm, I'm thinking, well, no, he's, he's trying to, going to try to churn him. But why is he speaking so, like, angry and, like, threatening with him? Because it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Anyway, Rick and Michonne arrive at the hilltop. Uh, we get a nice uh, Rick, nod. we get a nice uh, Daryl nod to Rick when he arrives. Like, what's up, bro? And, and that means I'm um, sorry about your your dead son. And here's your daughter. And I was like, that's it. But then we get Daryl. He finally walks up to Rick later, who's at uh, at a grave. I, I assume it's Carl's grave. I don't know. We didn't see him get buried there. So how, who the fuck knows? Because they skipped all that shit in the last episode. Again, fuck the last episode. Fuck with everything they did with Carl. It's fucking stupid. Not the death with Carl, but everything afterward, how they're handling it. We finally get a scene, though, where the characters get to talk about their feelings. Because Daryl walks up, and he's like, Hey, Rick, I'm sorry about uh, getting it over the saviors. I knew I shouldn't have rushed into it. I was thinking about the log run. And then then Rick's like, it's all right, man. It's all right. I get it. I get it. I'm going to be all right, you know? Well, uh, I will be all right eventually. He starts to walk away, and he thanks him for helping out. And I was like, is Daryl the grown-up Carl? Because if you look at their hair, it's the exact same thing. And were they like, we don't need two two guys with long hair. Let's just get rid of the kid. He's just going to age. It's going to be weird. Let's just go ahead and get rid of this fucker. Because we got, we got Daryl to, to sit there and grunt and not communicate with any other characters. And he's the fucking star of the show, apparently. If you ask, ask any women, he's the star of the show for some fucking reason. I, I get that he's... No, I don't get it. Norman Reedus is, is a decent-looking guy. He's not like a super fucking hot guy. And he's not... He's a really good actor, but they don't give him a fucking chance in this show. All he does is sit there on the side and, and look at people, like, with a sinister expression on his face. Remember that whole, like, part of his season where he's, like, a, a piss janitor, and all he's doing is cleaning up piss, and he's, you know, like, wearing a fucking sweatsuit, and he's covered, he's covered in sweat? Ooh, sexy. Yeah. That's, everyone wants to fuck their local janitor, their local shit cleaner. Everyone wants that. What the fuck are they doing with Daryl? Can you, can you do anything with him? Can you, can you do something? I, I don't want to feel like I'm just bitching about him all the time. I, Give him something to do. Give him something to emote. Give him some feelings. Give him some characters to talk to. Every time he does, I'm like, oh, this is stupid. He finally starts to, like, broach something with uh, Rick here, and it's just quickly dismissed, and and Rick walks away. And I'm like, oh, we almost got it. Almost got it. That was was almost almost good. Almost entertaining. Um, At this point, I kind of stopped watching because Maggie was on screen. Um, I just kind of tuned her her out now uh, because once Glenn died... I kind of don't care about Maggie at all, because right now she's basically turning into Daryl, only she doesn't grunt. She just kind of like looks down and looks up. like She looks toward the ground and looks her eyes look up like a, like a Stanley Kubrick movie, and that's about all she does. And then she like, whisp- like kind of says threats to people. She's very threatening. I-, I called her dictator Maggie last episode. That's pretty much all she does now. 
But at some point, I was like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Because I saw Maggie looking through binoculars, and she's staring at, like, this, this, um, these milk crates with a, a bag on it. Like a, a stick, a bag wrapped around a stick and sticking through the milk crate. And I guess the bitch goes out there and grabs it. And then, because apparently someone wants food or phonographic records. And it wasn't pornographic. I thought I misheard that, but I don't know how the audio of a porn. Not the, not the soundtrack, just the audio of, uh, 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 not in my eye. Oh, sorry I got you in the eye. Fuck you, Daryl. Uh, I don't know why I put a, uh, it's a Walking Dead character in there. But, like, that would be a, a pornographic phonograph. But uh, so somebody wants some goddamn food and some music. And that's a fucking plot point that we have in this episode. That's why I said this episode has a weird vibe to it. It's a shit like this. Because we meet these characters later and fuck them. Fuck them. And fuck them. And fuck them a little more. Just a little bit harder. A little bit harder in the back of their van. Anyway, Simon and Dwight, they're driving. Uh, at this point, I was really like, even my notes say, Simon's my new favorite character. And he was for a while, basically when he was introduced, because my other favorite character, Carol, is no longer a character in the show. She's still alive. She's not in the fucking show anymore. They gave her like four lines in the last episode, and no lines in the episode previous, no lines in this episode. Uh, where the fuck's Carol? Where the, what the fuck is Carol doing? Can you... I, I'm just so... I keep getting mad. I'm going to try to stay calm and not get mad at The Walking Dead. Um, we, we get a cool scene coming up here where, uh, Simon and all them are driving through a town, like, a built, like, in the alleyways, and then Simon's driving, uh, D Dwight is in the passenger seat, and then Negan's in the, in the rear driving like a fucking, not a Mustang, but a, what's the other one? I'm not good with cars, guys. I'm not good with cars at all. It's, he's driving not a Mustang. I'm just gonna go with that. I think it was a Charger. But he's driving, it's all black, because, you know, he's, he's Negan, he's got to drive a black car, he wears all black after all. Uh, if he could make it out of leather, he fucking would, a leather car. And, uh, anyway, he's driving, and then Simon just lets Rick smash into Negan's car. And then it turns into a car chase, which is always strange in The Walking Dead, because it's, it's very, very rare. It's happened just a few times, but it's fucking bizarre when it does happen. And especially, especially in this, because... Rick is chasing Negan through the streets. They're all empty against these like weird alleyways. But the the world that they're in, it doesn't look real. It looks like an early CGI model work, like before they add all the all the textures and all the the lights, you know, get the lighting correct and get all that. It just looks completely fake, and not fake in like a not a real town like a set, but like they d just put them in a digital world like fucking Tron, only without the cool looking neon lights that Tron's all known for. Fuck, fuck Tron. Anyway, it just looks like they're driving through a really cheap CG model work. It's fucking bizarre. Go back and watch it. It is very, very strange. It's like, doesn't look real. And I'm like, why? Is this the deer coming back? Is this you saving money for, for later? Because I've seen later, you didn't spend any money on later. So what the, what the fuck were you saving the money on? It's, it's, it's so bad looking. It is irresponsibly bad looking. I'm again, I'm trying to stay calm. Trying to stay calm. Okay, so Rick gets out. Uh, Negan flips his car on the side. Uh, the blood bucket sprays everywhere. And, and for some reason, not a drop of blood gets on Negan. Negan runs into a building. Rick, or, or before he does that, Rick is shooting at Negan's car. And then fucking like every zombie in the county comes to check it out. Like, hey, what's going on over there? Well, hey, check. Hey, neighbors, can you not be shooting? Oh, what's going on? Like a, like a fucking minor fender bender and all the neighbors come out on, the, on their porches and watch. Like they all, all the zombies are like, oh, what's going on over here? And then... Rick chases a, 
Negan into this building. Rick or Negan runs up some stairs, and he's like, "Come on up, Rick! Come on, buddy!" Yeah, like an '80s action movie. It's fucking stupid. Rick double-handed throws a hatchet at Negan. It goes in the wall, and then the stupidest stunt ever, because Negan just like throws himself forward, not to, not forward to the side, and breaks through the banister upstairs. And then slips and like is holding on to it again, like an action movie from the '80s. And he's holding on to it. And then Rick walks slowly, walks up the stairs, grabs the hatch out of the wall, and slowly walks over to Negan. And then goes after his hands instead of his fucking head. He could have ended the war right here. And goes after his hand. Rick or Negan just lets go and falls through a couple levels of of, of ground. I guess I don't know. I don't know how fucking far down he went. But then. So this part's I, I don't mind this part. It's really shittily done. Like it felt rushed. Like they had like, oh, we got fifty-five minutes. We're gonna we're gonna shoot this whole fucking sequence right now. I don't fucking care. You fucking throw yourself through the banister. Uh uh, it's not a it's not a fallaway banister, it is a real banister, so go ahead and really throw yourself at it. And then the whole fucking thing falls down, by the way. The whole banister. He knocks over like four pegs and the whole fucking thing falls out. It's that it was that clearly a fake it was clearly that much of a fake uh, banister. Anyway, I digress. Um, we cut back to uh, Maggie and Rosita and Enid. They all meet up with those people who left the trash bag in the in the milk crate, we, and then we inter- are introduced to the the greatest characters in Walking Dead history. <sighs> Soak up the sarcasm. Soak it up. Yeah, enjoy it. Georgia, Hilda, and Midge. You can tell they're lesbians by their names, and they they arrived in a souped up CMV, which is my my phrase for child molester van uh they they look like fucking hippies uh the two other girls i think one of them's from uh, orange is the new black as far as i could tell she's wearing sunglasses and, and like a fucking hoodie and a hat or something i couldn't really tell uh georgia looks like fucking angelica houston when she has that short hair lesbian thing with the, the glasses on she's wearing like a suit like a like a pantsuit like fucking hillary clinton and then they're basically going to trade information for food and water or whatever the fuck they want and records. And she doesn't take spoken word records. Thank fucking God they mentioned that. And she's like, you're going to have to trust us. And she's like, I realize trust sounds like a made-up word like filbersticky. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? And then they make some other jokes where the one girl says like moist or something. And then it's a real word, huh? It's not made up. She must be stupid. It's, it is such a stupid fucking scene with stupid fucking characters. I don't fucking care. Walking Dead, what the fuck? What the fuck? Because I'll get to what, they, what they're there for later. But what the fuck is this? What the fuck are you doing? Anyway. Um, but, no, before I move on, uh, Georgia, her whole thing was like, I, I, I provide information and it's only in my head. And I like to keep that where it is. So, okay. She set up the fact that the information is only in her head. That'll come up later. So, moving on. Um, Rick is still, he's chasing after Negan in this dark, like, it's like a warehouse or like a, like a weird building. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to call it a warehouse. It's not that big, but it's like the, the back offices of some place. And there's a bunch of zombies behind a door and that you can hear them like pressing up against it, like scratching and all the, the, the doors all boarded up. And Rick's like, they keep like taunting each other. And Rick brings up. Or, or Negan's like, hey, I'll, you know, forget all this. I'll, I'll, I'll let you move. I'll, I won't kill you. You'll be my janitor, my shit janitor for, for a little while. And no harm, no foul. I'll keep the deal as it is. I won't kill any of your people. We'll just forget this whole fucking thing. And he's like, just like you did with Jadis' people, like, sweet deal. And this is when Negan finds out that Jadis' people were slaughtered uh, by Simon, which is my favorite plot line and the only one I care about anymore. 
is this whole Simon and, and Negan plot line. I find it actually exciting and interesting, and I want to know what happens next, even though I already know what happens next. But I kind of, kind of, I'm forgetting at this point because it's been like six fucking months since I've seen this. Uh, I don't think it's been that long, but it's been a while. Okay, that's the point. Will you back off? Will you stop harassing me about getting my numbers wrong and exaggerating the numbers? Okay, it's fucking call the hyperbole. Okay, just just move on. Anyway, uh, Rick finds Lucille because he, you know, Negan dropped him when he did the fucking swan dive into the banister. And he's just walking around, and Rick starts to, like, banging on the, the boards that are over the door. And then uh, Simon and Dwight find Negan's car, and this is when we see the bucket of blood, and they're like, that's his blood. That's the bucket of blood. And I was like, again, we see Negan after this. Not one drop. The fucking bucket exploded in the car. It's everywhere in the car. Negan, Negan didn't get, he did not get one drop on him. Was he wearing a fucking a driving suit that he took off between the scenes? What the fuck? How did he get none of them on him? None of it on him. He didn't get a... Sc- the whole point that they were going to, to the hilltop for was to use these zombie guts to scratch the people at the hilltop and get them infected. Meanwhile, Negan has a bucket of the shit, just loose, no lid on the fucker, a bucket of zombie guts, gets in a horrific car wreck, doesn't get one scratch on him, no blood on him, because all, all that needed to happen was he gets cut by a little piece of glass and zombie blood flies in it at the end, according to their math. But no, just Nothing. Nothing because because plot because because main character has to survive the main villain has to survive till later, that's that's why that's the only fucking reason why it's it's, it's stupid it's fucking stupid. Whew. All right, and then uh, Simon is trying to convert Dwight the entire time to you know, you know mutiny against Negan, which obviously he's going to do because he already has. But he's like he cut up my fa- he fucked up my face and he killed my wife. Blah blah blah. Of course I thought about it before. And then Dwight throws a cigarette in the gas and blows up Negan's car. And then um, they, let's see here. Uh, sorry, my, I have three, four more notes. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm still pissed about the zombie blood thing, not getting over Negan. Anyway, so again, I mentioned that Rick, Rick is now, not Rick, Rick is now breaking down the boards off the door. And then as he gets to the last one, Negan tackles him through it. And, and they explode into an empty room and you see some zombies start to filter him from the back of the room and I'm like okay okay walking dead not one scene ago we heard the zombies pressing up against the door like and you hear like the door kind of starting to bend and bow and then Rick starts knocking Lucille on the fucking door to get their attention and then and then two seconds later he gets tackled through the door none of the zombies are there anymore they're all in the back of the room I mean, they all pour out a second later, but where the fuck did they go? Did they just, like, glitch out of the room like a shitty video game? Because speaking of that, this whole fucking scene is a video game level. They start to fight, and then I got really fucking bored during the fight somehow. I, I, I kind of got bored because it was, it was all, like, lit up by one torch in the, in the back. So it's basically pitch black. Every once in a while, you see, like, a little bit of something, like, a, like scrambled uh, satellite porn. Uh, but th- I got bored, and then and Rick runs out a window... And then it leaves the fucking video game level. And then Negan got, like, taken by some zombies away. And I guess they just, like, let him go. Because that's... Because main character, because main villain has to survive till later. Again, the whole, again, this is what I'm saying. This whole fucking episode is a weird vibe. Where it feels like we need something to happen in this episode. But we can't really affect, have it affect the characters. So we have to make it really... It's like a really well done episode that's pointless. That's, that's how I describe it. It's like... Greg Nicotero is a great director. I really like the way he directs, but this was a pointless episode. 
There's some really good scenes in it, but it's a pointless episode overall. It's nice to see Rick and Negan finally meet up. It's been a fucking while. And I feel like that's the only reason they even made this episode. It's like, we have to get them together one time before the fucking end battle. And this is the episode. And it's a weird feeling throughout the whole thing. But Rick escapes through the goddamn window, which is like two feet off the ground, one of those lower windows. And it's wide open. And I'm like, why didn't the zombies that were trapped in there just go out there? Because they're zombies. They're going to go toward the sunlight. That's what they do. This, uh, keep in mind, any time a character walks by a house and opens a door, the zombies are like, oh! Or they come through the windows. And I'm like, none of them did? There's like 50 zombies in there. Not one of them was like, let's leave. Let's leave this room through this giant window that we can, we can easily walk out. Even if they walked forward into the window and tripped, they would still be outside at that point and get back up and, and go about their zombie life. Or zombie afterlife, or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Fucking stupid. Uh, 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 whatever. Moving on. Uh, again, you got to overlook the glaring flaws in The Walking Dead when you're watching it. Um, they decide, uh, Maggie and them decide to, to uh, because they brought him back to Hilltop. They decide to let the lesbians go, lesbians in the CMV go. And then Georgia is like the fucking scriptwriter because she's penning out the next season. That's the whole fucking reason they brought her character into this. Because she gives Maggie a book on, on building up Alexandria with, like, wells and, and shit like that. Like, uh, basically to build up, like, a civilized society to how to, like, self-sustaining one. So they don't have to go, like, you know, driving around looking for scraps and shit. Because it's going to thin out real quick. Did you, did you hear what I just said? She gave her the book. Georgia gave Maggie the book that she claimed earlier was only in her head. But I guess it's also in a book, because we have to give her something at this point. And the book was A Key to the Future. That's why the episode's titled The Key. So she gives her the book, which was apparently only in her head, unless she wrote the fucking book overnight. And it's all these, like, hand drawings. What the fuck? What the fuck? I thought it was in your head, bitch. Goddamn. Anyway, the whole reason that she's... The reason I call her the scriptwriter is because she's just writing up next season. Why do we need these characters to provide this? Why couldn't the characters figure it out on their own? Why do we need these fucking lesbians to show up and give them the, the key to the future? Why, why, why do we need this at all? It's so unnecessary. And she's like, I'll give you this, I'll give you half our food, because you guys look like you're starving, as previously mentioned in the last episode by Dictator Maggie, when she, when she cut off rations to the prisoners. But then, fucking, it, for, ah, she's like, oh, I'll give you these, and, and here's the key to your future. I don't need anything now, but we'll be back. We'll be back later. And I'm like, oh, God, they're going to come back when it's all built up, and like, that's, here, now we're demanding our, our we want to scissor with you, Maggie. That's what we want. Like, what the fuck? I fucking hate these characters. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid, and it, it, it's so unnecessary. It is so unnecessary. Why are, you, why are you introducing three more characters I don't give a shit about? Three weird fucking characters I don't give a shit about. Fuck you. Fuck these people. I hope their van overturns into a gorge, and they just explode. But they don't die, and they just get slowly eaten by zombies, like their, their toes are sticking out, and those zombies are kind of like slowly pulling the toe, and they're slowly eating it. And it's like a little bit more, they pull their leg out the door, and they just get slowly eaten like a weird wood chipper, like a zombie wood chipper. Yeah, I, I can't wish a, a, a more gruesome death upon these ladies than I, than I am. Not because they're lesbians, okay? Okay, obviously. Just because they're fucking pointless characters I don't want to introduce my, in this show. I almost said my show. <laughs> Uh, well, it is, this is my show. This what you're listening to right now is my show. My show. Now they're introduced, so fuck you. I don't want. I don't want them here. I hope they. I hope they just explode. I don't care. I want them dead. Can you write? Can you just stop writing for them? Can they just never come back? 
I feel like, oh God, I just had a realization. I feel like they're going to show up in Fear the Walking Dead for no fucking reason because they, they're nomadic. They help people out. I, I've already made up my mind. They're going to show up on Fear the Walking Dead just like fucking Morgan does. My least favorite character from this show is now on Fear the Walking Dead. Eat a dick, AMC. Eat a goddamn dick. A zombie dick. Eat it. I hope a zombie eats your dicks, actually. Let me, let me alter my, my threat there. Not really a threat. It's a, it's a wish. <sighs> I'm getting mad now. I'm getting real mad. Anyway, um, they all, all the, the saviors meet up, and they found, uh, you know, they, they state that they found uh, Negan's car, and they're like, is he dead? They're like, it, it seems like it. there's blood everywhere. The car's on fire. And they're like, what do we do now? And Simon starts to, like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Negan. He's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Negan. Because I got nowhere else to go. That sort of speech. And then Simon's like, we're going to go after them. Negan's plan's still valid, although he wants us to, to hurt him. That shit's not going to work anymore. Clearly, we have to kill him. So they decide to go kill the people at the hilltop. He does like a whole fucking genocide speech. We're going to eradicate him. We're going we're gonna to wipe him off the map, that sort of shit. And that's the last good scene of the episode. But there's not, it's not the last, uh, last scene of the episode. Because we see a close-up of Negan's face. He's in a car. It's during the day. He's, all, he's asleep. He's all, tuckered. he's all tuckered out. He's all sleepy. And he's, he's, face, he's facing out the window. So here we are on the side of the car with the camera. And then um, the camera pans to the right or just kind of swoops around to the right. And we see the driver. It's Jadis. And she's got a gun to Negan's head. And I'm like, how? Last we saw, Negan was getting ki kidnapped by zombies. Was it Jadis undercover? I mean, I know what happens in the next episode, but that's not the fucking point. And it, as far as the logic goes in this episode, you're like, how, what? How, the zombies had him, and how did Jadis come into play? Uh, we'll find out later, but still, it's it's like 20-second scene, but it's, it's fucking stupid looking. And I, I, that's how they ended. That's how they ended. Yeah, that, and I, I don't have anything else to say about that. Why are you guys still here? Can, you can leave. You, you don't need my permission to leave. You can go ahead and turn it off now. Goddamn. Oh, sorry, guys. I forgot to say. Go to LAWstudios.com. Check out the videos. Check out the podcast. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. And then Loitering in Wonderland at gmail.com. Send me your, your, your least favorite Walking Dead scenes. Anything to do with The Walking Dead, please send it there. I would love to read whatever you guys have to say about The Walking Dead because I need I need someone else's opinion on this thing. I can't be I can't be alone here, right? It's I didn't mind this episode. I, I do like it for the most part. It's weird. It's got a weird vibe. If you could explain why this episode is so weird, please get back to me because I, I need to I need to figure this out. It's like a weird enigma. I need I need to crack this code. Like like I need a, like a fucking device here, like a World War II code cracking uh, computer. I need to figure out what the fuck is why it's a little off. It's just like a little weird off. I can't, I can't get it. It's like a eggshell white. It's like, oh, it's not quite white. What is it? It's not tan. It's not white. What are you? Anyway, um, yeah, go check out all that stuff I just said. Anyway, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix. Fuck AMC West.